Could you use more joy in your life this week? I know I could. So I'm going to share a devotional thought about one thing we can do to produce a little more joy in our lives today. So if you would open up your Bibles to Mark chapter 12, starting in verse 41, the text says this. So Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Just imagine that. You're at the temple. You're at church. You're worshiping God through your giving. And there's Jesus just looking at you like, how much money are you going to put in? I mean, that's not that's not what he was doing, okay? But it's like, maybe you probably feel that way. You feel like Jesus' eyes on you. Like, this literally happened, okay? One time I was dating a girl back in the day. Yes, I've had a girlfriend before many years ago. And um, uh, we had just uh, visited her family. I'd never, you know, met her parents yet, but we just visited her parents, lived in a different city, traveled many, many miles to get there. And her parents had kind of recently come back to going to church. And so like, hey, Shaw, you're a pastor. Let's let's go to church this weekend. So, you know, we go to their church. They recently started attending. And, you know, then there's the awkward offering time, you know, when, when all of a sudden the offering plates are being passed and he gets and he looks at me and he's like, pans it to me. He goes, I, I give online, Sean. I give online. I didn't mind giving online. He wanted to make sure that, that he gave online. He told me, it's like, I don't care, like, if you give or don't give, like, that's, it's between you and God, okay? That's between you and God. He wanted to make make sure that I knew that he came online, though. And all these people are putting in their offerings, and there's Jesus watching them. And I don't know, there are maybe some people who are, like, wanting to show off. And so they're throwing in big bags of money. It says this. Many rich people threw in large amounts. It's like, yeah, look how much I'm giving, Jesus. Look how, boom. Just boom, boom, boom. You know, probably large, large bags of coins and a rattle around. Everybody knows, wow, that's a big giver. That's a big giver right there. And then the text says this. But a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a few cents. You know, the woman that makes a buy on Social Security checks. You know, this is a woman who doesn't even have the money to have a car doesn't have a cell phone, but comes to the church, and yet, right, she gives. Doesn't have a new pair of clothes, and yet she gives generously to the church. I've, I've known people like that. People who put God first in their finances, even though they don't have much. And Jesus says, this is a, this is a, a teaching opportunity for my disciples. He says this in verse 43. Calling his disciples, he said, Jesus, Jesus said, Truly, I tell you, this poor widow has put in more into the treasury than all others. They all gave out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in everything, all that she had to live on. Why? Because she loved God that much. She loved God that much that she would give everything she had. That Social Security check, she says, God, you have it. You're worthy of it. Okay, it's all that I got but I want to give it to you as an act of worship and adoration to you. See, Jesus is teaching his disciples here when he points out, hey, out of everyone who gave today, the person who gave the most was this woman who put in a few pennies, right? Because generosity is not about an ability. It's about having the right attitude. You can have an attitude of generosity, a generous heart, generous spirit, one that's not selfish or greedy, but one that is abundantly giving to other people and to God. So remember that this week, because that, if you have that spirit, if you have that, that attitude and you're giving, 
and you look at find different ways to give, that will produce more joy in your life. One thing I, I love about this text is how Jesus, he looks at this woman who he knows doesn't have much, right? He just said she gave everything she has, like all she, all she had to live on. And yet G, the text doesn't say, you know, Jesus says to her, hey, you of little faith, or you of great faith, little money, you of great faith, you put in everything you have, here's a million dollars. Like you are set for the rest of your life. He does, the text doesn't say anything about him providing for her needs. And I don't know exactly why, but perhaps it's because he didn't want to take away her reward that's awaiting for her, her in heaven. The Bible says this, Jesus says in Matthew chapter six, be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others, to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward for your father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do or in synagogues or on the streets to be honored by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received your reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know, left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be done in secret. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. That's one reason why I love when we give at church. Like Nobody knows who gives what. We, it's just between us and God. And, and, and we give to worship God and we give knowing that even though Jesus isn't physically in the room watching us, he and our heavenly father, they, they know what we're giving. They see the heart of generosity they have. They see what we give and they will one day reward us for that. And so when you're when there are those days that you're like, I don't know if I can give, I don't know if I can be generous. Just remember, hey, God sees, God knows, and he will reward. And uh, I think just an encouraging statistic that I have read recently was a guy named Glenn Sunshine, who's a church historian. He's a professor of a secular university, a college. He's done research, and his research has shown that when people give to the government to help people, about 30% of what we give goes to actually help people in need. But 70% across the board, you know, missionaries, nonprofits, churches, just across the board, it's different depending on the organization. But 70% of your giving actually goes to help the poor in those organizations. 30% to 70%. I would rather give it to a kingdom initiative that actually goes and helps the poor. So my challenge for us, if we're going to experience joy this week, here's what you got to do. Give, be generous, and if possible, do it in secret. Do it in secret. Don't try to get a reward from it. Like if you're at a restaurant, you see a family that maybe you're like, I just want to pay for their meal, right? You see the kids, and you, you don't know how much money they have or not. Don't don't judge them on that, but just say, hey, I want to be a blessing to this family. So ask your server, hey, could I pay for their meal? Like don't tell them that it's me. Just tell them like someone someone paid for their, their check, and just do it. Just do it. Make their day. Leave. Don't make an announcement about it. It'll, I think it will bring you a lot of joy. Or maybe do it if you're in a drive-through somewhere, you know, pay for the car behind you at Starbucks, McDonald's, you know, wherever it might be. Just be generous and don't get any attention for it. You know, this past week I was challenged by an act of generosity when a new member here at CrossFit Hydraulic is from Turkey, comes from a Muslim background. I had the opportunity to share my faith with him, share the gospel with him. We've been talking about faith. And on, on Saturday he said, hey, could, it, could I bring in some Turkish desserts for us to have enjoy after our workout. And we're like, sure. Like we're burning calories so we can eat more. Great. And so he brought in baklava and juice. And he's like, sorry guys, you know, it was early morning. I was trying to get ice cream, but the ice cream store wasn't open. And we're like, dude, it's all right. Like, we're just so pleased that you would bless us with some of your cultural delicacies. He didn't have to do it, but he wanted to because he knew it was going to bring him 
joy. And I'm oftentimes ashamed that I, as a follower of Jesus, am not more generous like him. So that's something I need to work on. You know, one lesson I learned from a guy named Mike Bowers is this, that you make a living by what you get, but you make a life by what you give. You make a living by what you get, but you make a life by what you give. And, and Mike and his son Josh, they've been guys that have just been so generous in my life. So generous to other people. Here's one funny story to wrap us up. So Mike, like me, he's a Buffalo, big Buffalo Bills fan. He's a preacher up outside of Buffalo, New York, and he would get season tickets to the Bills. And one day he comes in, of course, he's late to the game. He was preaching on Sunday morning. He gets in there about 20 minutes late and everybody in his crowd knows him as the preacher, as the preacher, as the preacher. And so his section's like, oh, you're long-winded again today. Yo, get on, be on time next time. All this stuff, they're just ragging him because he's late. He takes off his winter hat. Inside his hat, he's got double cheeseburger stacked on top of his head underneath his hat so that he could get through security. He just starts handing them out to people. Here, you, you get a double cheeseburger. You get a double cheeseburger. Mike Bowers was late to the Bills game because he wasn't thinking about himself, because he was thinking about others, getting them cheeseburgers. <sighs> He was a man of great joy because of that, because he wasn't just always thinking about himself, because he was thinking about other people. So that's my challenge for us today. We want more joy in our lives. We've got to take the attention off ourselves, put on other people, put on God, say, God, you've blessed us with time, money, possessions. How can we be generous with what you have given to us? Like that poor widow, we might not have much. But man, when we release it, when we give it away, it produces great joy. May we, de may we be that type of people, generous people this week. Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, God, would you help us to be people of generous, generosity, people who receive your joy because we just love to give. God, help us to trust you that, that when we give, that you see it, you'll honor it, and you'll reward it in your time and in your way. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.